Hello and welcome fellow commoners to Politically Casual. I'm Julio Gonzalez. And I'm Corey Vanderhorst. Corey, you ready to get political? Only if it's casual. This week, October 17th, 2018, Elizabeth Warren rebukes Donald Trump with her heritage. And Cherokee Nation is up in arms. But first, we've got questions locked. And answers loaded. In this week's edition of Fire, Fire Will. Choir, go ahead and sing us in. Come on and shoot. Fire Will. What would be the name of the collab album with Kanye West and Donald Trump? Stormin', Stormin', Stormin'. <laughs> Big booty bitches. <laughs> Who conducts a better investigation? Saudi Arabia investigating the death of a journalist or your girlfriend trying to figure out if you have a side chick? Girlfriend. Girlfriend, 100%. She gets an answer. Uh, the, defi- the deficit is growing. What in Washington is not growing? Donald Trump's hair. And something else, maybe. <laughs> oh. According to Stormy Daniels. <laughs> Uh, what's more diverse, a Kenny Chesney concert or Elizabeth Warren's ethnicity? <laughs> Kenny Chesney concert. Kenny Chesney concert. Might have Darius Rucker in the crowd. In a uh, Washington battle royale, who would be the last politician standing? Mitch McConnell, probably. I think the one who has the most Native American heritage. Oh, Elizabeth, huh? <laughs> and that was this week's edition of Fire at Will. Shoguns, bring us in. All right, Cor. We got some bourbon. Feeling loose? Shall we, we go do. to the brief? Let's let's go to it. See if I can even read it. All right. So first up on the brief for us today, as we stumble through the uh, robust amount of news this week, um, we have the murder of uh, Khashoggi, Jamal Khashoggi, a, uh, a Saudi citizen that was a reporter for the Washington Post and U.S. resident. Correct. Um, so Khashoggi, uh, went to Saudi to, who, and, uh, he did a lot of journalism on them and reported, uh, about the Saudi government was a big, uh, he was defiant to the, the now the crown prince. Yeah. The crown prince who some may know as, uh, locking a bunch of his brothers in various rooms pretty and pretty much pr- taking it imprisoning by force. Them. Yeah. But he, he has the crown prince is somewhat popular, somewhat Unpopular, yeah. For... As as the prince uh, allowed women to drive and uh, go for further education, stuff like that. But um, it was Jamal Khashoggi was seen on video being lured into a consulate in a into a consulate building in Istanbul, and uh, where he's ne- going to meet his fiance and never coming out. Yeah, and it's important to note that he was having contact with his fiance via text, and then all of a sudden they stopped. Evidently, there's a recording that was released by the New York Times of uh, evidence that the Saudi government might have been responsible for the death of our dear journalist. Yeah, so they claimed that there was uh, a murder and then further dismemberment of Khashoggi, basically cutting it up into little pieces. Um, So far, uh, the president has been rather cautious in his tone about uh, the Saudis uh, doing this crime. Um, the reason being is because they buy a lot of weaponry and artillery from... And they have the world's oil supply and pretty much are the defunct leader of OPEC. Correct. Amundo, senor. Um, so there's a lot at stake, and I understand the president's cautious tone in this. However, um, Republican colleagues such as Marco Rubio have come out and said, look, you can't just hide behind this facade. You know, human lives were lost or human life was lost. And you have to be honest about that and come forth and say, look, 
something needs to be done. Marco's trying to be relevant. And then also, uh, Lindsey Graham said that you have to sanction the hell out of Saudi Arabia. Corey, how's this make the president look? I understand the cautious tone. I get it. However, I think you have to call a spade a spade in most circumstances. And in this one, I think you called a spade. Because, look, it was pretty obvious that the Saudi government asked to meet this reporter. He walked in, never found again. Uh, the president claimed that there was maybe some sort of rogue assassin that came, that broke into the consulate and killed this man. <laughs> so far, I don't see any claim to that. However, there's not a whole lot of information to go on here. So I can sort of, I understand the cautious tone once again. There's not a whole lot of evidence that we can go by. Um, however, the way it's looking now, it, it, it looks to me like the Saudi government is definitely behind this. And like like uh, Lindsey Graham said, I think sanctions should be held against them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, me, personally, I think it makes the president look really... It's, 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 like, it's a weak in a weird sense. It's like walking a tightrope, man. It, but here's the thing. He can bash on our allies over and over and over and over and over and over again. Canada, Mexico, EU, London, so on and so forth. Love how you have to say London and the EU. Yeah, I know. They're not like part of the same thing anymore. Thanks, uh, Britain, for, you know. Being brilliant. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but now you have this you have this sovereign nation that's killed this U.S. resident who worked for the Washington Post, which I know neither one of us could ever work for them because we're hacks. <laughs> but but hey, uh, some of those reporters, man. Yeah, if Saudi Arabia came and killed us, I mean, they wouldn't be like, oh, who? Okay, who? whatever. <laughs> Yeah, sure, whatever. Um, but and then he's just gonna say, "Yeah, they told me that. Uh, they told me that they didn't do it. So, uh, yeah, I guess they wouldn't. They didn't do it." And then Pompeo goes over there, and he's all smiles and giggles, and you know they're having this little tea party. It's like this government may have like eighty five percent killed this guy, and you're treating them like nothing happened. I get that they have the oil reserves, and they are the defunct leader of OPEC. But come on, we have a big stick. Use it. Use it. Yeah. Because we, we just beefed up that military uh, budget. And Donald Trump likes to put on this this front where he's this very strong, powerful leader. But when actual um, actual crisis go down with our Axis powers, he folds. He folds like a little baby every time. If Canada says anything, oh, yeah, you know, Canada is just um, whatever. But with Saudi Arabia, this is such a clear-cut, sanction the shit out of them situation. He just won't do it. I don't know. His argument was is that a lot like the uh, Brett Kavanaugh hearing, you have to have evidence before you can accuse There them. is evidence, though. That's <clears throat> the thing. We got, this, we got this recording that's coming out from the Times. We got pretty much... Uh, what's his name? Sochi? It's a, not Sochi. That was the other <laughs> What was his Kishogi? name? Kasogi? Kasogi? He was a huge critic of the crown prince and his authoritarianism. Goes to Turkey, gets murked. I mean, you can kind of connect the dots there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's pretty black and white. I don't understand the cautious tone. I mean, I do, but I don't like it. Um, but we'll see what happens. I imagine that he's going to be strong-armed into sanctioning them. Um because a majority of the Democrat Party is going to be like, look, it's pretty straightforward. Something needs to happen, and I think eventually it will. Yeah. Um, you got anything more to say about this? Um, 
not really other than I understand what's at stake. Um, it's a lot bigger than just a, a guy getting killed um, because you put a you put an entire alliance at risk as well as a world economy. Well, so. yeah, he's done that with China, Canada, Mexico. I just don't understand why he won't do it to Saudi Arabia because he has ties there. Because anyway. that's, that's a lot more volatile. So China pretty much owns, what, more than half our deficit? China, China's economy is down a lot. Ever since we enacted tariffs, I think it's down like 30% or more. They still own our, they still own some of our debt. Oh, yeah. We own some of theirs. It's mutual. So I think they own a lot more than we own. They do. Theirs. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of foreign government, or a lot of, was it foreign assets? Yeah. Foreign you ready assets. to go on to the next story? Yes. What do you got for a score? So after this, we have McConnell making comments about the deficit, which we could have seen kind of coming. Um, Mitch McConnell basically stated that the deficit is widening. Um, after the Republican tax cuts, there seemed to be no extra revenue that came into the government. And of course, the tax cut or the, the deficit has gotten larger. Um, they projected the tax cuts loan would add $100 billion to the deficit though some White House officials ignored that claim. And now McConnell is stating that the reason for the deficit is not the tax cuts, but however is um, Medicaid, uh, Medicare, and Social Security. So, Of course. And, and also kind of went on the front where he was saying that uh, the reason for the deficit is because of the education spending that Democrats want to spend, which so far hasn't been the case. Um, there really hasn't been large of a spending on that. And instead there's been a larger spending on military. Um, so, I mean, I can understand the, they thought that these tax cuts would stimulate the economy more, thus bringing more revenue for the government. But that didn't seem to be the case. To be fair, it's, it's going to stimulate the economy. It's not going to help the deficit. Those are two different monsters right different planes you know like one's like a water monster and the other's a volcano monster you know what i mean like uh, they're not they're not in the same vicinity of each other um it's a very and uh, what i'm about to say is not my own original idea uh it's actually something spouted from the democrats all of today and yesterday when mitch mcconnell said this um this is a maneuvering move from the republicans cut taxes make the deficit bigger Blame Medicaid, blame Medicare, blame Social Security, so they have a better chance to cut that stuff. Um, but really, the main reason is the tax cut and the uh, increase of military spending, which went up exponentially in the past couple years. I don't know, since Donald Trump has been in power, uh, including that parade that he wanted to throw. Is that going to happen? Did we know about that? No. In fact, he thought it was too expensive. So Thank anything. God. No kidding. Uh, trying to curse less on the show because uh, I love my mother. Anyway, uh, <laughs> she's like, she's like, honey, you curse too much on the show. I was like, all right, mom, I'll, I'll tone it down. It's a brilliant maneuvering move. It's brilliant on Mitch McConnell's part. I mean, uh, say what you will about the man. Turtle. Turtle. <laughs> uh, his state produces some great alcohol, some of the best alcohol in the some world. Great bourbon. Yes. It's the only place you can get bourbon. Uh, but this is, I mean, this is just, it's so transparent it's ridiculous i mean but to the general public they're not going to see that it's politics playing politics yeah I mean, do you do you or i really care about the government's deficit if we're getting a tax cut i mean in all honesty if there's more money in your pocket do you um, care about the deficit? it's not our that? problem today it's our problem tomorrow you know yeah or we might be dead and it's our children's problem which in that case good luck it's all right i'm not having kids uh 
He's gay. No. <laughs> no. And if I was, Brad Pitt, look out. <laughs> Breaking you and Jennifer Aniston up. I don't know. Where are we going with the show? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I think it's it's tomorrow's problem is kind of how the Republicans, Republicans are looking at this. I think this finally puts the Democrats on some sort of platform, though, because they can actually say, look— the the Republicans are doing what they what we said that they would do and and they're gonna ruin everything. They're gonna take away Let your me retirement. Play devil's advocate to that. You're gonna play devil's advocate, advocate to, to the liberals. The I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I said, people, we will switch roles every once in a while, and this is this is it right here. The Democrats don't have a goddamn platform. They don't. They don't have a goddamn platform. So I mean, they, that... they scramble. They're like, we need to do this, that, this, and that. It's just so schizophrenic. Then you can claim this thing. You can claim the Elizabeth Warren thing. You can claim the Brett Kavanaugh thing. You can claim the immigration thing. But it's like, at the end of the day, what the hell do you stand for? And this is coming from the liberal. I don't I don't know what the... I couldn't tell you. If someone walked up to me and said, hey, what's the Democrats' message? What day is it? <laughs> <laughs> you know? I think the message is, is uh, we need to tax you more. We want immigration and lots of it. And we want to ban your guns. That's what Fox News would say, but... Uh, it's it, it's a mess. The whole all of Washington's a mess right now. Yeah, I mean, but this puts this puts the Democrats in the driver's seat at least for now, especially before the midterms. Absolutely. That's, yeah, but they strongly need something. But I have to argue that this isn't a very strong platform. It could be. We still have two weeks. A lot can happen, dude. A people are going to forget about this in two weeks. Yeah, but people um, or early voters, people who like me, who sent an absentee ballot today, like yeah, exactly. We don't give a shit about this. Um, because people are probably going to vote along party lines, but the Democrats got like two weeks to bring themselves together and find a message, which is like, and they were doing so well. They were doing so well. They had two years to do it and still haven't. Uh, yeah. Don't remind me. Uh, Are we done with this? I, I'm done with it. My deficit's grown. My deficit (laughs) for this uh, topic has grown. All right. Time to go to our newest segment. Paparazzi politics. Snaps. Uh, before we get into this, I just want to say, um, let's bring in Richard. Hey, Richard, you've been doing a pretty awful job in the week that we've hired you back. There's holes in the floor for whatever reason, the walls smell, and you've brought in the dumpster that you've made into a makeshift bed. What say you, Richard? I'm going through some things right now. Like what? <laughs> yeah. Um this that's a puppy? I'm pretty sure that it's a dirty gerbil. Oh gosh. Richard. Did it come out of the sewer, Richard? Yes. I had high hopes for you, but I'm I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, you're fired again, man. So Richard told me that he's gonna hire Michael Avenatti, because I guess he's out of a job. <laughs> so he's gonna hire somebody. Oh else. man, that's all right. We're, we'll, get, we'll get. We'll have to give him zero lawsuit money with his winning record right now. Maybe he can pay for Coming my lawyer. Coming from the liberal, fees. boom! They hit hard. We hit harder. All right, paparazzi politics. Kanye West sat down with the president last Thursday, the day after we recorded our last podcast, and introduced paparazzi politics. Perfect timing, right? Kanye would go on to be Kanye and say some of the craziest <laughs> shit we have ever heard in the White House. You made me feel like Superman. Uh, here are some things that were included. On voting for Trump, quote, My dad and my mom separated, so there was not a lot of male energy in my home. And also, I'm married to a family where, you know, there's a lot of not... <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful, though, end quote. On Trump's support of African Americans, quote, Blacks... <laughs> 
Blacks really get caught up in the idea of racism over the idea of industry, end quote, on racism. Quote, racism can't control me, end quote, on mental on his mental health. Quote, I wasn't bipolar. I had sleep deprivation that could cause dementia. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't read this. Uh, on his speech, quote, you are tasting a fine wine that has multiple notes to it, end quote, on Trump wanting to... In- implement stop and frisk in chicago quote well i feel stop and risk does not help the relationship with people in the city end quote that's the first sane thing i've read <laughs> that's the first sane thing i've read i'm bringing jobs and taxes breaks to chicago quote we're going to need uh, to get a few breaks to be able to have some places in my hometown of chicago where we can create some factories i think it would be cool for them to be trump factories because he's a master of industry he's a master builder i think it'd be cool to have easy ideation uh, ideation creatures what are you reading? Yeezy Ideation Centers. What the hell That's is that? That's what it says. That's what it says. Ideation, like ideas, ideation centers. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, I'm really going to get to my favorite quote, and it's right here. Uh, quote, that puts back up into the trap door called, oh, this is about him abolishing the 13th Amendment. That puts up the, into the trap door called the 13th Amendment. I say uh, abolish the 13th Amendment where you would... Uh, Oh my gosh, I can't read this because it's just so like jumbled. Why would you keep a trapdoor? The Constitution is based off our country. Would you build a trapdoor that if something happens, you fall and end up next to the Unabomber? <laughs> what? Oh my gosh, Kanye. Oh, I mean, I under- the mighty have fallen. I understand the uh, symbolic reason for abolishing the 13th Amendment, which would be. You know, you don't need an amendment to ban slavery. It should just be a moral Let's thing. Let's please keep it. For <laughs> the love of Christ. Like, just keep it there. You know what I mean? I mean, I get I I understand the symbolic platform, and you have to admit that. Like, I, I get it. But it's also just as symbolic to remove it because all of Mar- Dr. Martin Luther King's works, all Malcolm X's works, all of, you know, Heber- Harriet Tubman's works, Go out the window if you abolish that thing. I mean, yeah, but it's, it shows that we are such morally right people that we actually don't need You need to write right. it down because not everyone's morally right. Ask Char- Charlottesville. We think we're, we're going to do it. <laughs> Ask Charlottesville if they're morally right. You know, the guy like ran over a woman like last year. So I don't know. That's something that might need to be kept she, in place. I think she was in the way of his car. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think that guy's a fucking murderer. Um... Was this the craziest White House meeting we've ever seen? I think Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton might have been the craziest meeting we've ever had. I don't know, dude. I'm pretty sure that presidents have had sexual contact in that room before. You think I don't a, think anyone's ever met Kanye West. You think in a blowy under the desk was less crazy? If I was president, I mean, I'd, I would do it. Of course, with my significant other, you know. If it was Hillary, though. <laughs> Plead the fifth. <laughs> um, yes, it is the craziest. Like, did you see how uncomfortable Donald Trump was? He's like, man, is this how I sound like? <laughs> wow, when did I turn black? Do <laughs> <laughs> um, you think this helps Donald Trump? Uh, do you think this helps Donald Trump with the minority vote? No, probably not. I don't think it does anything really. Really, I don't. This was such a bad publicity stunt. I think it was on par with Taylor Swift coming out and supporting a Democrat in her state. Like, no, hers one- was eloquently. Put. Yeah, except for now that Senator's 11 points ahead in the polls in Tennessee. so Still eloquently put. Regardless. Kanye it West. It didn't help. It didn't do anything. I mean, you can argue that it increased voter registration, but honestly, we don't know. Yeah, we, don't, we won't know until, uh, you know, November. Right. 
But um, did it help? No. Really, I don't think he does as poorly with the minority vote as other as Democrats like to claim. But I think he at least sh- like shows that African Americans know till November, go right? That's the thing. You can't really say that because we won't know till. <laughs> I mean, November. I mean during the presidential campaign. Yeah, I mean, he did all right with the I mean, minority he's, vote. He's, 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 he scored he's, higher than Bush, but right. I mean, it's like that, higher that than much, Romney. Not that much higher, like a couple points. Higher's higher, man. Higher's higher, I guess. Hey, when you go, when they go low, we kick them. Eric Holder. <laughs> what's my What's Michael Avenatti saying? When they hit hard, we hit harder. Something like that. I don't know. That's probably Stormy Daniels' quote. Speaking of Stormy Daniels, uh, what was in the news about her this week? So uh, Stormy finally got uh, she she kind of went to Stormy Waters actually. Um, so uh, a California judge has thrown out her case against Donald Trump. Uh, I guess for a, it was a defamation suit. Um, so now not only is her case thrown out, but she has to pay for Donald Trump's lawyer fees. Um, so Stormy is without a ship, and uh, I believe. The Donald is going after Michael Avenatti next, and probably going to sue him for defamation to some degree. But I, I find it interesting that they, uh, a a California judge of all people, threw out this lawsuit. Um, so that's actually a really interesting point. I'm not even going to lie there. Yeah, because it's the most liberal of the courts. You would think that they would defiantly be on her side, regardless of anything. Um, but that's not the case, and she's basically sunk. Yeah, I mean, she'll still get the publicity that she needs. Um, She's a porn star, man. Yeah, but this was still a very important case just because it kind of shows Donald Trump's character at the end of the day. I think it does because he clearly had an affair with this woman while he had a child with Melania. Melania. Um, Can I ask you a question? What, What was your perception of Hugh Hefner as a person? He wasn't the president of the United States. This guy wasn't the president of the United States at the time either. But he had hopes of running. I mean, at the end of the day, his affair, so-called alleged affair, with Stormy Daniels doesn't affect any of our lives. He's the president, so I would I would say that it, it just might. How? Because on what level? If a guy on a is, policy level? If a guy can... <clears throat> Lie. Did Bill Clinton's affair affect the United States people? It got him impeached. No, lying got him impeached. I guess you're right. There you go. Socrates over here. <laughs> um, but when it was lying under oath, they got Bill Clinton impeached. Whether whether the president had an affair, he with wasn't under oath, so I guess you're right there. But he definitely lied about the whole affair. I um, mean, he's well, li- He's just a big liar. He's just keeps. I mean, if you were a millionaire. Facts. You would have alternative facts. I mean, whatever. You ready to go to the final page? Yeah. Let's wrap <laughs> this up. All right. Elizabeth Warren on Monday released a DNA analysis of her Cherokee heritage. It turns out she is as much as 164th Cherokee. She has done this to rebuke Donald Trump's insults, including, quote, Pocahontas, end quote. Senator Warren released a video about her heritage, including interviews with some of her Republican family members and the origins of how her mother met her father. Turns out her mom was part Cherokee and her father's family didn't like that, so they eloped. Later, Harvard would use uh, Elizabeth Warren's uh, heritage in the 1990s to show off their diversity and their faculty. According to Warren, she did not give them permission to do this. 
But the Boston Globe and the Washington Post report, quote, Warren had actually been identifying as a minority for nearly a decade in an official national law school directory. The Association of American Law Schools desk book and the Boston Globe also reports that for at least six years, Harvard University reported to the federal government that it had a Native American law professor, end quote. Warren had said in response, quote, I listed myself in the directory in the hopes that it might mean that I would be invited to a luncheon, a group, or something that might happen with people who are like me. Nothing like that ever happened. That was clearly <laughs> not for the use of it. So I stopped checking it off, end quote. Since the release of the DNA test, there has been backlash on Senator Warren from the Republican Party and the Cherokee Nation as accused Senator Warren of cultural appropriation. Uh, Corey, how does, affect, how does this affect Warren's presidential bid in 2020? I think this utterly destroys it. I think, I think that she has essentially committed political suicide with this. I think the best idea for Elizabeth Warren would have been to simply ignore these insults or, or just ignoring them, I feel like would have been the best thing to do. Um, since the campaign, nobody said anything about her Native American heritage. In fact, it's basically been swept under the rug. Um, and nobody cared to begin with whether she was actually Native American or not. Um, but now she may be as much as what? One sixty fourth. I think it was six to 10 generations ago. They, they, she might've had a Native American ancestor, which means you or I are about as much Cherokee as she is. You want me to respond to that? Can you? <laughs> yes, I can. Julio, let me put this into perspective for you. What if I claimed to be? 164th Puerto Rican. Cricket? Cricket? <laughs> well, damn. Um, let me just start by saying this. I don't think I'm going to be able to defend her on her releasing this DNA test because it's like, this There's is not, just, to me, this, this is like a white woman taking a 23andMe test and then going, oh, yeah, I was from Africa at one point in time. Like yeah, we all were kind of from Africa at one point in time. You know what I mean? But it's twenty generations ago, uh, like a gajillion generations ago, like when the beginning of like Pangaea was still around. But um, she could not have released this at the worst time. Two weeks before the freaking midterms? Are you joking me? As the Democrats are getting battered by the Republicans left and right, could you have not waited? Till November, I'm supposed to be defending this woman. I'll get there in a second. This, to me, is just basic political chess. I'll call it political checkers because it's not <laughs> even that complicated. Donald Trump raises uh, the Pocahontas insult two years ago. Two years ago. But he did hammer it in earlier this year. So she has one of two choices, respond or not respond. If she responds... She does have to get a DNA test, and she kind of does have to, uh, you know, prove that she has a little bit of Native American in her, which she did. But 164th? At most. At most? Ugh. So her mom would have been 130... 136? If that. Ugh. It, it's, it's just a bad look. I get why she did this, because Donald Trump was... Just bullying. But here's her. the, here's the Straight thing. Straight up. Let when, me finish my point okay. real, real quick. Um, 
And then, so now Donald Trump has the ammo saying, oh, you're only 164th. Ha, ha, ha. You're Focahontas now. Um, which is admittedly a good insult. <laughs> I don't agree with it one bit, and I think it's it's very bad. But, you know, it's going to be very good catchy. Good plan words. <laughs> it's going to be very catchy. Yeah, that's only going to bode good things for the Trump camp and his base. I can see there's a chant already. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And now Elizabeth Warren's going to have to fight this all the way till 2020. If she runs now. If she runs. And now the Cherokee Nation is mad at her. Great. And we got this from the Washington Post and the Boston Globe. They're the ones stating that the Cherokee Nation is mad at them. Not Fox News, which I vehemently hate. But the Washington Post. This is going to give her trouble, man. She's not going to be able to run in 2020. No. I, I think the worst part is, is first off, when you see that your DNA test shows you're at most 164th, I think you're just like, Okay, I won't say anything about it and move on with your life. Because as you can see, when you release something like that, you're like, it, it ruins your political bid. Why not just admit and apologize for it? Admit and just po- apologize. Like, hey, this is just a family uh, story. Yeah, I you was know. told this, but this is really what yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. I'm, just apologize. I mean, yeah, instead she's vehemently saying, look, I'm Indian. And that's not the case. I even laughed at that. I mean, she's on Twitter saying, Trump, you said that you'd give a million dollars to a charity if I proved I'm Indian. What charity are you going to give it to? I mean, technically she's right, but uh, I don't. I. uh, She really just has to apologize at this point. I mean, what more can you do? I don't think she she is. She technically is Cherokee, but 164th Cherokee. She probably ain't going to face the problems that other Cherokee people face on the daily daily, like full fledged. I mean, she's Cherokee not, people. She's not going to go own a casino anytime soon, is what you're telling me. Oh, stop it, you! <laughs> stop it. But uh, look, she's as white as the whitest person. She's as white as me. I mean, it doesn't make any sense to sit there and back a claim that you're a minority when you're not. And I think this also deters other minorities from voting for you, because then the blacks, the Hispanics, the Asian voters go and look at her and say, "Oh." She's pretending to be somebody she's not. What else is she lying about? Not only is she sort of As uh, insulting the, the Cherokee heritage, um, but she's lying about it. I have, okay, as a, as a minority that is a, a liberal, I really respect Elizabeth Warren because I know that she has guts and she's a really good politician, a really good senator, and I think she'll stay as a senator and a really powerful senator. Not a president. Uh, yeah. Um, but... Me looking outside in as a minority and things that I, I mean, have been through. It has to disgust you. It, it doesn't disgust me. I'm more like, really? Really? It's more insulting than anything. Kind of, yeah. And I see where the Cherokee people are coming from. Donald Trump really needs to stop calling her Pocahontas because that's just as insulting, though. I mean, it's, it's just as insulting. It's kind of funny. But you're a white guy saying that, though. That's the thing. As a as a Native American looking I at mean, that, and I'm you're. Let me let me step it back. Corey is not a racist in any stretch of the imagination. He's actually a really good person. I was just saying that as an example. Well, thank you, um, Julia. For yeah, your, for <laughs> for validation of character. Yeah, like whatever. Um, uh, but but as but that insult needs to just be put to rest. But I mean, but when you're on a campaign trail and you're Richard, trying to... quit doing push-ups, you idiot. You're distracting us during the show. <laughs> I think when you're when you're on the campaign trail and you're looking to pick up on something that a campaign uh, so, someone that's running against you is wrong about, you come up with some sort of catchy phrase to like like Lion's Head. 
or like little Marcos, just shit like that. And I think this was Donald Trump's way of getting at Elizabeth Warren. And I think what turned out to be maybe a mouse hole in your wall has suddenly turned into a sinkhole. I think she has expanded something that nobody cared about into a catastrophe. This could have been mitigated so much easier than it was. Honestly, I would I would have just let Donald Trump dig his own grave on this. I just would have let him do it. Yeah, but instead now he's now pulled, he's pulled Elizabeth Warren into the mud with him. Just stoke the fire. Just stoke the fire. How do you think she comes back from it? She has to apologize. Do you think she will? Because I don't think she will. Nah, she's not going to. Why? Because Donald Trump doesn't apologize for anything. Why should she? That's what I would Yeah, but Donald Trump's not claiming to be a Native American. But he's done a lot of shady things. A lot of not very popular things. But but people know who he is and what he is. I mean, honestly, he can say what he wants, but people know what they're getting with Donald Trump. And he's not going to sit there and say— Do we, though? He's so unpredictable day by day. Okay, you know you you can predict his unpredictability. There you go. Yeah, I see what you're saying. He's not going to sit there and— He's not going to lie about his personality. It's pretty blatant. It's pretty easy to see. He has before, though. He has before with Stormy Daniels. And I like mean, a, he's, a, he's a millionaire playboy. Let's get real. We know he had a But don't say that he's not a liar. I mean, he's clearly a, like, he I'm lies not, on the daily. I'm but. not saying he's a liar. I'm saying that he's not going to sit there and pretend that his personality is one way when it's yeah, not. Yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. Uh, I mean, respectably he, agree to he, disagree. He, but he yeah. might say that he's one way, but it's so blatantly obvious that he is who he is. Yeah. You can't just disregard it. But Elizabeth Warren is on. She was the front runner for the presidential bid. What yeah. do you think you're doing? Throwing Boom. your party that's already dug it. Giving it to Cory Booker. Yeah, the guy who said that he molested a girl when he was in high school. Let's do that. I, the Dems really got to get together. They got to get. Beto O'Rourke needs to beat Ted Cruz. He's they not. Should, and he's not behind the polls right now. He's behind. I don't like know the, how. Because gerrymandering. <laughs> Because gun-toting Republicans in Texas. What do you think? Like, quit. We all hate Ted Cruz. Please get him out of the you know Senate. Why? George Bush hates him. You know why? It's because anybody that votes for Beto O'Rourke is suddenly going to be killed by the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> Let's end it on that note. Um, shall we go to This Week in History? Let's do it. And in 1691, Maine and Plymouth are incorporated in Massachusetts. And in 1863, General Ulysses S. Grant is named overall Union Commander of the West. Back in 1777, <laughs> British Major General John Bourdon surrenders 5,000 men at Saratoga, New York. And in 1913, Zeppelin 52 explodes over London, killing 28. Back in 1941, the U.S. destroyer Kearney is damaged by a German U-boat torpedo off of Iceland. 11 Americans are killed. And back in 1933, due to rising anti-Semitism and anti-intellectualism in Hitler's Germany, Albert Einstein immigrates to the U.S. And back in 1989, the worst earthquake in 82 years strikes San Francisco Bay Area minutes before the start of the World Series. I'm glad you got that one. Me too. Uh, <laughs> and in 1994, Dmitry Koldov, a Russian journalist, was assassinated while investigating corruption in the armed forces. His murkier death began a series of killings of journalists in Russia. And that was this week in history. We actually beat the theme song for this for once. Yeah, and Holy only messed up four times, but none oh, of you I knew that. I think it was five. Yeah, I, who was counting? The mixture of bourbon and no food will do that to your reading skills. Truthfully, he only had one drink, ladies and gentlemen. He's a lightweight. Say what you will about me, but I am not a lightweight. I can drink with the best of them. Have you taken the geneticist test to determine whether you're a lightweight or not? And that was this week in history. <laughs> 
All right, Corey, you ready to close this out? Let's do it. And you can go ahead and follow us on our Facebook page at Politically Casual. You can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts except for Spotify because we're not on there for some reason. Also, uh, you can submit any questions you have for the next show at politically.casual at gmail.com. And you can also submit those questions on our website at politicallycasual.com. Please rate and subscribe on iTunes. It helps. The views expressed on this show do not reflect the professional organizations that actually employ the host or the host themselves, including Richard. All right, that's it for this week. Bye. Bye.